0: of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barrett and I've got one thing to do with this fun podcast. I just I'm so grateful you guys are showing up. It's to bring you great thinkers, great teachers, great coaches, great consultants, great thought leaders in this great industry to help you with better practices, to help you create a great practice and a great life. And today I do that with a friend of mine, Allison Lekusi Air. She's an expert in marketing and clear aligners. And today she walks us through the treatment plan of how to make your clear aligner system profitable in your practice. And it is great. So don't miss it. Make sure you guys listen to the episode and we'll see you soon. Welcome back to the best practices show podcast where, you know, the jam, this is what I do. I love it. Cause I'm a CE junkie. I love learning from great people with great minds. And today we're going to do exactly that with a previous guest who's become a friend of mine, Alison LeCousy air, who's genius on marketing and all things clear aligners. So Allison, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you.
1: Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. I am so excited to be back with you on the podcast.
0: I love it. I love it. And today, we're going to be talking about how to make your clear aligner systems profitable. And the key word is profitable because I know what you're all thinking. I got a clear aligner system in place, but is it profitable? No, it's not. And so today, we're going to talk about how to make it work, how to build your brand with it, and how to do it right and you as a doctor don't have to spend all your time doing things that you probably shouldn't be doing. So, Allison, before we do that, I always love to know or love to know, have our guests know who they're listening to. So I've had you on the podcast before, but we have a lot of new listeners. And uh, so give us a little background. Who is Allison Lecoussier?
1: Thank you. And you nailed my last name, which many people do not. So <laughs> well done to you.
0: I've been practicing <laughs> getting your name right. So it's it's good.
1: It's paid off practice is made perfect and so i started off in the dental industry as a dental assistant i was from calgary i am from calgary um and i went to school there and i harassed my teachers to find a place that i could work and live that was warmer so i ended up getting a job in bermuda um, certified as an orthodontic assistant before i moved to that practice when i got there i noticed that there was a lot of opportunity for Growth in the practice, specifically within their orthodontic systems. And that was absolutely a passion of mine. So, fast forward two years, I completely revolutionized the practice with the Clearliner systems. So, I moved from being the dental assistant to the treatment coordinator. And then finally, my doctor, um, you know, just really liking the systems that I built for Invisalign, asked me to be the office manager when I was 24. So, at 24 years old, I was the youngest person in the practice, you know tough to make like make your team love you when you're the youngest person there and <laughs> I hired a, like a lot of new team members and we completely changed the systems and we created this amazing, amazing practice that was all kind of synergistic, working towards our values and really, really honing in on our clear liner systems to make them extremely profitable. And so now I help other practices all around North America with their Clearliner systems, coaching them to be, you know, clearliner leaders in the practice and also helping them with our marketing, because we know that. Marketing and our consumer really has changed so much in the last few years, specifically after the pandemic, Um, and I'm helping practices really like stay up to date, stay modern, um, know how to use clear liners in a way that's profitable, and then also help them have really, really amazing marketing that is up to date with the marketing world that we're in today
0: yeah i love it you're going to be putting two things together that are often difficult to make work like i love how much you know about the marketing world like i I, it's just it's it's almost mind numbing and then the clear aligner systems as they've grown give us a little state of the union on clear aligners like like clear aligners have become a very big deal now you have you know groups and camps and memberships and communities built around clear aligners it's a common thing in most practices Across the United States, correct, and around the world, for sure,
1: a hundred percent. And so, I think there's a couple of reasons why clear aligners have grown to be where they are today. One of them is that the aligner companies have done such a great job educating the average consumer on what the you know household name Invisalign is, and it's helped you know help understand for patients that only thought that braces were an option, that clear liners are an actually, an actually an option for them. So one, our consumer understands them better. Two, a lot of practices, a lot of dentists, their philosophy is to be kind of more of a comprehensive and health approach to dentistry. And so when we look at you know, building up the teeth with crowns, veneers, as kind of that aesthetic option, a lot of practices I know now will actually move the teeth into the right position first, which makes us need to do less restorative work for the patient, which overall, like lifetime of the patient, helps them be healthier for longer. Not to mention the airway kind of phase that we're in right now, where everyone's really understanding and doing more research and really getting clear on what the consequence of a collapsed palate is. And so when we're now having our consumers educated on this, our practitioners changing their philosophies, and then a really deep understanding of the need to have an open palate to be able to breathe well at night, I think all of these things are kind of moving towards this more, you know, more frequent adoption of clear liners in a GP practice and in ortho practices.
0: Yeah, this is so cool. And so take us from the beginning. So let's say I'm a young dentist or even a mature dentist listening to this, like, where do I start? You know, um, what would be some of the big picture or overall philosophy, vision, and then maybe drill down in the details. What do you think? 100%.
1: I love that. So I would say, whenever I'm working with a new doctor, and I think this is one of my favorite conversations to have, because they're like, I want to do clear liners, where do I start? I'm like, okay, the first thing, and this is going to be the foundation of everything you do in your practice with your team and your patients, that's going to help you be successful. And that is your clinical confidence. So the more confident that you can be as a provider, that you can treat these cases and know exactly how to utilize the software and the mechanics of the aligners, the more you know, the more profitable you're going to be, but the more aligner cases you're going to do. And so the first step for any provider is to, I guess, one, decide which clear aligner they want to use. And then two, get the education around how to use it really, really effectively, because your confidence will be the key to case starts, to your team getting on board and to starting to do more cases.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be a little sumptive when I say this, but you know, and you know who you are if you're listening to this. It's like some people do the clear line and they're like, "Ah, I already know how to do this. I don't need the advanced education to really understand that. Do you see that also to be true in clear liners?
1: I do. I do. You know, there's, I kind of see both things. I see almost like a cavalier approach. Like, ah, it's, you know, I know what to do or the approach of like, if I don't know everything, I won't even start. And so I I talk to doctors all the time between those and both of those ways don't result in the success that you want. And so the good news is online education and those communities that you were talking about allow for us to be educated so much easier than we used to be. I was the dental assistant that was sneaking into orthodontic lectures. Don't tell anybody, but I would like have like the badge that would say like doctor and I would go in and just like in the background be writing all my notes because there was nothing online for an orthodontic assistant to understand clear liners. And now there are so many options to be able to get that clinical confidence, to have a community that can help like answer questions. um, and to really just have that support. If you're, stuck with a case, there are so many providers that you can actually call on to help you with that, like the clinical aspect of it.
0: Yeah, the clinical aspect is so important, and, and really the the knowledge. The, you use the word confidence, and that's so true. And I'm just gonna fly right into the eye of the hurricane here because, you know, this is a big conversation. So if you're passionate about great restorative dentistry and getting the right az- results for patients, you're always trying to do the right thing. And now there's so many companies that are mail order, and you don't even need a doctor. So, and don't don't get upset. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask this question because Allison, I know you probably if you're a if you're a clinician you got to be prepared for that question you know if i'm sitting in a chair why would i pay you doctor when i can get it for you know pennies on the dollar i saw a commercial yesterday where i don't even need a dentist for these clear aligners and i think that's where your confidence has got to come in you got to understand would you agree i'm sure you've seen the or you get these questions right
1: Oh, so often. And if, if you're if you're a doctor that has had a patient ask you these questions, my two solutions for you is one, don't get defensive by like them pushing back, like why would I pay you if I can get this for a thousand dollars online. One, don't get defensive, Mm -hmm. two, get very empathetic and concerned. So come, come from a place of like, oh gosh, yes, you know, I've heard about those aligner companies and I feel so worried about the patients that are actually going through with them because they don't have anybody taking care of them when they're moving teeth through bone. And so as a doctor, that's something that I'm trained to do and I've taken like exceptional additional training in order to be able to do that And so it scares me when patients are getting that treatment and no doctors watching and overseeing that result because big, big consequences can happen. So come from that place of like concern and then just tell them why it's so much better to see a doctor with this case than getting somebody to mail them their clear liner cases.
0: That's brilliant. That was worth the episode right there just to, to get the frame of mind because I know what happens. I mean, I would probably take the defensive side and go this here, rah, 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 you know, and that's not a good I place to start. Are
1: you kidding me? Like, right. you know, that's not going to help our patients really understand or to help them trust us more. So come from total concern.
0: Right. So awesome. Now, another piece that goes into this whole making the clear aligner system profitable. Obviously, we need the clinical confidence. What's the next step, you think?
1: To use your team. So there are very few procedures, especially in a general practice that the doctor does not need to do. And that is still profitable. And so when I'm looking at the profitability of any practice that I'm looking at, the first, one of the first questions that I have is where is your Invisalign booked and scheduled, or where is your clear, where are your clear liners booked or scheduled, show me your schedule. And if, if we have all of those appointments booked in the doctor's chair and the doctor's the one that's running that, then I know for sure that there's so much opportunity right now to make Invisalign or your clear liners more profitable. So that's the the first step is to engage your team. One, your hygienist, help them understand the language on how to educate their patients on the benefits of moving their teeth into the right position. A lot of times when I go into a practice and I I talk to my hygiene team about putting the teeth into the right place and and the malocclusion and the consequences of the tripping and all of that stuff you know, that's the part that they resonate with rather than, hey, we need to talk to our patients about clear aligners. We need to help our teams understand why. Why is this part of our practice philosophy? Why is this something that we care about? Why is this something that we want to educate our patients on with consistency? And when we can get our hygiene team to understand that, it's almost like you can't unsee what you've seen when it comes to the possibilities of putting the teeth into the right position, getting them out of malocclusion and getting your patients healthier. And so as soon as a hygiene team is bought into that, they're going to talk about clear liners all the time because they know and understand the true result for the patients and how it's going to benefit their overall health over time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so I love this. Utilization of your team is so important because what a lot of doctors do, and again, I'll just play, we're going to play both sides of the fence here. Yeah. So, you know, because I want to speak to you as a dentist, if you're you know, the reason you don't utilize your team is you don't think they're smart enough to do this. So you <laughs> over function because you think you're the only person that can do this. And what you do is you sign up for a job that you keep showing up to, that you waste more time and you're hoping to gain a little bit more production out of it because nobody else else on your team is smart enough to do this which is absolutely not true it's the lie that you keep telling yourself that eventually becomes true and forces other people to underfunction. you like that like i said that so so the end wait wait here's here's lie number two i can't send my team the, you know the, the aligner education I mean come on seriously how much is that I got to fly them out there they got to stay in the hotel and blah 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 is it really worth it what's the ROI and sitting on my team well it's tremendous because again they're going to provide services and options that make your patients healthier that you don't literally I mean how much of it does a dentist really have to touch when it comes to aligner like how what percentage like at all
1: Let me give you in like minutes, because I want you to understand if your, if your clinical confidence is exactly where it can be, and you're super efficient, like planning these cases, you have the systems in your practice that are going to support that. And your team has bought in 30 minutes, a case, 30 minutes,
0: 30 minutes. So, so break that down 30 minutes, a case period. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. And let's speak in generalities. I mean, what are we talking as far as overall production goes with one case?
1: I mean, the range of what people charge is anywhere from 3500 to 8000 for an orthodontic case. So right. 30 minutes for $3,500 to 8000 like that's a pretty good deal when it comes to being, being in dentistry, I would say.
0: Yeah, and I don't even know the answer to this or I've never even seen any data, but I would imagine a lot of clear aligners, there's a significant percentage that doesn't involve any insurance PPL whatsoever. I have a lot of friends that are in clear aligners and they just want their teeth, to be pretty again. So they don't really care if they have insurance to do it. So if you're even better at communicating around how you can help people outside the scope of that, think about that. Isn't that yeah. true?
1: hundred yeah. percent. it's it's the one procedure I mean there's there's veneers there's whitening but it's one of those procedures that patients come in and they're like I want this right I want it you know they're not coming and asking for a root canal they're not coming and asking for a crown on their their lower molar they're coming and asking for clear liners and things that are gonna help them be healthier and have a more beautiful smile
0: yeah so I would imagine getting these first two in place number one let's have some confidence You know, as a clinician and as a team, let's utilize the team. And then what's step number three? I'm loving this.
1: So just digging back into the team thing for a little bit, like your hygiene team is so critical because they're going to be the educators day in and day out. They're the ones that are teaching the patients every single day. But then your dental assistants are a huge asset to this as well. And of course, depending on your, your location, what your dental assistant is allowed to do in your state or province, you know, it matters, but they can be the ones that are having that initial consult. They're the ones that are taking all the initial records. They're the ones that are bonding. They're the ones that are doing the aligner checks. And they are the ones that are helping the doc just literally step into the room, confirm that everything looks good, based on their training and ability to know what good looks like. So your dental assistant, when I was dental assisting and I was the ortho assistant, I had 20 patients a day and my doc would just be dragged into the room, check a few things here and there and get his way out to go back and do his restorative dentistry. So it's so powerful. You can have a complete ortho chair that you're not running. So that's just another kind of, team thing that you need to know is possible for you within your liner world.
0: Right, that's, that's a huge benefit. Again, you're freeing up your time. Now, on another note, you're actually changing somebody's life. So when you talk about an assistant who no longer just does dental assisting, like, they become a, a huge restorative partner in this. Like they they can speak confidently about it. They get to see the result come together. It becomes more than just being a dental assistant. And now you as an employer are are, are literally growing people to become better leaders in your business, right?
1: Kirk, I got bored of clinical dental assisting when I was in my practicum. I was like, "Wow, oh gosh, how am I gonna get through this? And as soon as I got the tools to be able to educate patients, to talk to patients confidently, To run the clear liner systems it kept me in clinical practice for a decade a decade and i loved it i still love it and i see this transformation in dental teams all the time where they go from feeling like not super engaged in what's going on to being exactly what you said that partner in the restorative aspect and so it's so exciting for dental teams to be like re-engaged which i think we can agree collectively at this point in the world needs to happen right now you know we we're seeing a lot of team members being disengaged and i think that clear liners are one of those ways if we can empower our team members to run that process it can keep a lot of team members in practice with joy while increasing productivity in your practice decreasing stress for the doctor and increasing patient care
0: Yeah. I totally love what you're, what you're saying. And, you know, if you've been listening to podcasts for a while, this is one of my favorite things that we've been talking about a lot recently. So I had somebody say to me a long time ago, uh, now like Kirk, you're not really a leader until you develop other leaders that develop other leaders. Now, two things happened to me when I heard that I'm like, Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. The second thing is it relieved me because I felt the onus of always having to be a better leader, be better at this and being a stronger communicator. And now I'm like, screw that. I'm just going to to develop people and be myself. I mean, I always want to grow. Don't get me wrong. But like now when you can put people in positions where they get to grow, they get to influence, they can impact everything. Now you're creating a sustainable business and growing leaders, which is what this great industry needs. I love it. I absolutely love it. So cool. So Allison, once I, get, once I start down the path of doing those things, what do I do next? Look at me. I'm just like, I want the whole treatment plan.
1: <laughs> I love it. The next thing would be to create the specific systems in your practice. So make sure that everyone in your team, like this is a team approach. This is a team procedure. Everyone has a touch point when it comes to the clear liner systems. And so create systems that are very clear for every person in your practice so that everyone knows who is doing what when and how so when is your office manager calling the insurance company to find out what coverage that they have for the clear liners how are they talking about it when a patient calls on the phone and says how much are your clear liners how are they answering that make that a system how are you scheduling them in your practice and when the secret answer is no less no no more than 48 hours make Mm. sure you're People that call into your practice within 48 hours, because that's when they're most excited to say yes. The next thing is you want to have a total goal within your practice. Like what are we trying to do? Who are we talking to? Who is a candidate for clear aligners? and have a goal in your practice so that your whole team can work towards it. And it creates almost a culture of celebration because everyone's involved. So I would say the systems, the goal, how are we celebrating? How are we winning is kind of that final step to put a bow on it.
0: Yeah. So go back to that. So when you're developing systems, you're kind of leading us down the secret because people struggle with how to write a system, but it's, it's, you got to answer these critical questions who, why, well, why, who, what, where, when, and how, and then anything else that comes up, you're constantly developing the system. If you can do that either in a checklist format or a one page format, you're going to get everybody aligned to look at that. No pun intended. Yeah. On how to sell. Would you agree that's how to develop a system?
1: hundred percent and kind of my like weird nerdy tech um ideas that i have when it comes to developing systems now is to create videos in your practice so if you have a doc teaching a team member how to do anything take your camera out, video him doing it or her doing it and put it into an online kind of video platform so that your team can have a video content in your practice and you don't have to keep saying the same things over and over again if you get a new team member
0: yeah i love it and then also go back to the 48 hour things uh I love that. So, you know, it's one thing to say, yes, they are motivated, but I would imagine you see the data. If if I call your office and I'm motivated and it's a week and a half to get in, we see it on the restorative side, you know, patient, new patients getting booked. It looks like a cliff with the data exactly. at a certain point. It's like, oh my gosh. So 48 hours is like the critical number. So what, what do you say to somebody who's like, I'm too busy. I can't get everybody in. And you're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Any thoughts on that?
1: Yes, very much. So what I would suggest in that is, one, like the, it starts with the buy-in from the team. Like if, if Doc's like, guys, like we just need to slam our schedule. And they're like, but why? That's going to be a tough sell for the team. So make sure there's buy-in for the team. Help them understand why this is important, why we want to do it. And then at the beginning of the day in your morning huddle, ask the question, if we get somebody that's interested in clear liners, where do we want to put them today? And I promise you, your team will be able to find somewhere. Damn. They will be able to find somewhere. If they're motivated to do it, they understand the why, and they, you guys have a goal as a practice, and we're saying every day, where are we gonna put that clear-liner patient if we get that call? They'll be able to find a place. Yeah. We just don't want to like have the front desk just shove somebody in there and just like hope that's okay. We want it to be in agreement with the team.
0: Yeah, no. The, go back to the goal thing, too, because don't don't over, you know, um, don't pass by that and go, oh, yeah, goal, whatever. No, when you have a goal, because we do have some practices, they do have aligner goals. It's amazing once they set a goal. Now they're not just catching fish that jump in the boat. They're actually like like they're actually making it happen. Tell us what happens when a practice that you see or coach on doing a goal. How does that change things when they have a specific goal?
1: Oh my gosh. It's almost like everyone's kind of like running their own race. And then when you have a goal, everyone is running the exact same race. In fact, they're pulling each other along, they're helping each other. That's the beauty of it is that you have every single person bought in to the same mission. And, you know, sometimes our practices are like, what, that's so expensive. Or how do I, you know, afford that? But there's a lot of ways that we can create a goal with an incentive for a team that doesn't have to be a hugely monetary or even monetary at all. you know in fact a lot of times and when we look at the data of how the reasons why team members leave practices it's not number one is not money it's not feeling valued. That's the reason they leave. And so when we kind of reverse engineer that to solve for that problem and want them to do more of what we're hoping for, we actually value them more for the things that they're doing. And so how can you set a goal that has a result in helping your team feel more valued and seen for the work that they've done? That's the way that we set a goal. And the power of it, when I see teams come together, like anything is possible. It is so exciting.
0: Yeah. I'm totally loving this. So let's I mean, I'm going to speak in hypotheticals. So so let's say I'm a a single doctor practice, you know, I've got 16 members four operatory practice, you know, it's a good, it's a good practice style. Um, Maybe 1500 patients. What would be a reasonable goal to start with? You know,
1: I would start with five cases a month. Okay. Try starting with that and hit that goal, crush it. And then Go to seven the next month.
0: Love and then
1: it. start to increase from there. And like let your team have that benchmark, let them hit it, celebrate, and then make it bigger. Yeah. And continue to do that and continue to acknowledge the team for what they're doing in order to achieve those goals.
0: I love it. That seems reasonable. Five cases a month. Hey doctor, why don't you take your team out to the nicest sushi place ever once they hit that? And then you know what they'll wanna do. You'll go, hey, what if we raise the goal next month to seven? And then we'll go to a nice steak place. They'll go, yeah. It's crazy when you can get everybody around, you know, uh, working together for a common goal. I've seen it happen with Google reviews. You know, some doctors are like, once we get to hundred, I'll take you out. You guys pick the restaurant and they get there super fast. And some dentists are like, no, I, w- I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you, you know, so setting a goal and then I don't know how the brain works, but the reticular activators, whatever thing is, I mean, you just see, it's like, I don't see any aligner cases. And as soon as you have a goal, you see them everywhere right everywhere.
1: yes exactly and the other thing too is when you see your team member so like, let's say that doctor has decided to get the clinical education become like motivate the team set the systems in place the the kind of cool thing is when you start to see your team do some of the things that you want them to do there's two words that you can say to make them do more of it yes this So let's say I was like, Kirk, I want you to start to scan some of your patients and educate them on the effects of malocclusion and their opportunities to correct this with clear aligners. And you're like, okay, doc, got it. And you sit down and I see you the next day scanning a patient. That moment is so critical in that team behavior for me to be like, yes, Kirk, this this is exactly what we were talking about. Isolating those moments. That's going to help your team do more of what you want them to do. And it's two words. Yes, this. And it will change the way that your team is motivated.
0: Okay. So you're just dropping pearls here uh, nuggets for us to be able to use. I'm totally borrowing that from you today. So because if I'm an assistant and you go, yes, this, I'm like, oh, I'm doing that tomorrow. You know what I mean? So that's. Those, Brilliant, and and really speaking to the greater culture, there isn't enough celebration in dentistry. A lot of times, <laughs> dentists are trained to think in terms of exceptions, find you know pathology. So you're always kind of looking for what's wrong, you know. And so this is a great opportunity where you can say, "Yes, this, I love it, love exactly.
1: it." Exactly. I I actually like this is part of my lectures is that like clear aligners enable practices to create a culture of celebration. Because everyone's involved. Everyone gets to see the result. The patient is excited. The team can be excited. And it's something that can be a really, really beautiful commonality between everyone on the team. And so I've seen shifts in practices that I'm coaching that have just create this beautiful culture of celebration based on their clear aligner goals. So the connection is just so real. It's amazing.
0: I love it. Great stuff. Great stuff. So once we got all these things in place, you got the clinical confidence, got the teamwork, working, specific systems, got the goals. We're using. Yes, this anything else you would add to make it profitable? I, would.
1: I absolutely would. So after a patient has said yes to clear aligners, the likelihood of them starting to pay more attention to their teeth, care about their oral health even more. You know, they have just made this investment in their in themselves and in their mouth. At the end of treatment, this is an amazing time to discuss any anterior wear that needs to get built back up, any implants that need to get placed, you know, to kind of finish taking care of this patient. And what I've seen with this is that those patients are more likely to say yes to those treatments because they've already invested in themselves in their oral health and they know the value of it. They've seen the results and they're ready to kind of finish finish off their their mouth, their health, because they already trust you and they've had such a great experience with the clear liners. And so really don't underestimate the power of being able to you know, create treatment plans during and after the clear liner process to patients that you may you may assume that they wouldn't wouldn't have said yes to these things before because that like i started to track the treatment plan acceptance after invisalign or after clear liners and it's massive those patients are way more likely to say yes. And so that, I think, is just a beautiful opportunity to keep in your back pocket um, as you're kind of getting through these cases and finishing them.
0: Yeah, that is genius. I found that to be absolutely true, is that those people will ultimately want more. And I'm going to combine some of your tips here. Go back and write that in the system that when you're talking to the patient to say, hey, listen, once we finish the alignment, we're only halfway through, we're actually going to have you back and just make sure uh, that we're on the same page about what the next phase is in the patient. What's that mean? Well, aesthetically, we want to make sure you're pleased with your smile, you're happy with your goals for your oral health. This is brilliant. Love it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Cool. Any other thoughts or any last thoughts you have on uh, making the aligner system profitable in your practice?
1: hundred percent. I would say this is something that you can change immediately. Like a lot of, a lot of doctors I talk to have this goal of doing more clear liner systems or more clear liners. And I want you to know that wherever you are right now in that journey, you can start to do more immediately. Like you can change your perspective, listen to this podcast and go back into your practice and tell your team, Hey guys, let's set a goal for clear liners. Like, let's talk about this. What questions do you have about it? Like it's something that can be changed very quickly with intentionality and just remember there's so many places that you can get that clinical confidence if that's what's holding you back and it's also just as a reminder too you're not dumping more on your team with this you're actually empowering them to have a more enjoyable experience in your practice so you know these are common reasons why docs might think like oh it's not for me or it's not the time but you really can make this shift very quickly and easily and the benefits and the results are huge
0: Yeah, I love this. Allison, this is brilliant. And I'm just gonna say this, if you haven't seen her speak, it's awesome, like it's brilliant. and It's full of really helpful, relevant stuff that you can use right away. And I'll also do a shout out for you, like you have really done an amazing job of positioning yourself, not only in the marketing world, but on the aligner side, there's not a lot of people like you, you know? So if I'm a dentist listening and I'm like, okay, I've started down this path, but I don't know where to go. I want people to be able to reach out to you, find out what you do, how do I get in touch with you? What do you do? Can you help me with these things? in my practice?
1: Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. So I have tons of abilities to go into practices, help you as a coach. Um, We have online courses for our marketing. We have online courses for our clear aligners. And so really the opportunities are endless to get education on these things. And so you can find me at your You can find me at, on Instagram at your And then you can reach me by email at allison at your
0: That's awesome. That is awesome. So guys listening, gals listening, reach out to Allison. I'm telling you, she will help you. And if you're not taking notes, don't worry. We're taking notes for you. That's what we do here. So if you're driving or you're cutting the grass or cleaning the garage, you're like, I don't have a pen. Don't worry. We've taken the notes for you. So flip up to the notes in Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. Doesn't matter. Everything that Allison and I have talked about, there's going to be links there. You can just click right on the link and it'll generate an email to her right away from your email. How cool is that? Look at that. So uh, we're going to make learning as easy as possible for you. So Allison, stick around. Always say goodbye to everybody else. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it.
1: It's been a pleasure. Kirk.
0: Thank Absolutely. You. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Gosh, I just really appreciate you guys showing up and all the kind words and the shares and everything. So um, right. keep sending us suggestions for things that you guys want to see. I'm going to have Allison back again and again. If there's things that you want to learn more specifically, I want to generate episodes that are relevant to exactly what you guys want to hear. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts and you guys send me a lot of requests, but uh, we want to line those up in the future. And so uh, again, thanks for listening. And uh, until we see you guys next time, or you hear from us next time, keep watching or keep listening to the best practices show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, Hey,